We are so glad that you're here because you're choosing to thrive after betrayal, trauma, or addiction. Hi, I'm Ashlyn, the once betrayed. I'm Kobe, the once addicted. And I'm Brandon, the expert. Now, why am I an expert? Because I've treated betrayal, trauma, and addiction for over a decade. I want to invite you guys over to our premium site where you get in-depth content and access to us. We answer questions there for you and you get interaction with like-minded people. All right, you guys. Um, we this, this episode is a little bit different. Uh, we just want to walk through the... We, we identified six steps that you guys went through that uh, really shifted everything, changed everything in your relationship. Yeah. And uh, so, so we'll, we'll just kind of do it in story form and talk about the process that you went through. Um, and I'm just going to ask you some questions. <coughs> um, it's, I guess it's kind of like I'm doing an intake with you guys and oh just boy. like getting cool. your story and asking questions. Um, and uh, yeah, so, so the first thing, um, uh, one thing that I want to say is you guys haven't... Um, like been healthy forever it's not like <laughs> there you <laughs> we're <laughs> they there just guys start cracking up um, uh, little yeah. do you know we were crying last night <laughs> with someone helping us shift you know right still you're still working growth. and yeah. changing but you you know there there was a there was a long time where you guys were where a lot of our audience audiences um struggling suffering through feeling stuck feeling hopeless um and then things started to shift for you. Um, talk to me first about that place of hopelessness and and just feeling stuck and and what that was like and how you felt stuck and 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 tell me about that. What was that I, like? I don't know for about you? you, Ashlyn, but my mind goes to our first house and um, where things really escalated in its in its hopelessness where um, we had you had your miscarriage I remember that was uh, that was also when um, I had the first uh, when I had the emotional affair, the first affair, and uh, it was a very explosive time for us, where betrayal trauma was probably at its heightened peak for you, and um, that was I think when we were lowest. I mean, I remember going to church and on Mother's Day, and we didn't even sit next to each other, and I sat and cried. <laughs> It was awesome. It was, it was a, it was kind of looking back, that was a really heart wrenching place to be in because we, it wasn't just that we were stuck. I mean, it's almost like we were stuck and spinning our wheels, getting kind of like deeper and deeper. And we were alone. We didn't tell anyone. And so I would go hang out with friends or I'd go to work and I was successful there and I had really good friends, but. So on the the outside. It was fake. Yeah. I don't know if you know that feeling. Mm -hmm. Maybe you don't if you live an authentic life. But when you don't live an authentic life and and can be true to who you are, it's hard to be around people and have a conversation. Ashton, I don't think, uh, and tell me if I'm wrong, I don't think your intention was to be fake. It's just you didn't know how to open up to people and get support and tell people how you were really feeling and where you were really at. And so you just feel isolated in that pain. Yeah. And moreover, did we feel... It wasn't just that. It was, uh, I didn't want people to know. Yeah. And I, I, I hit. felt the same way. I defended his behaviors and protected him because I felt it was a reflection on me. Yeah. So kind of a selfish thing to do, but also well, loving uh, protection. What you guys are describing is, is how shame 
um, create secrets and living a secret life and, you know, projecting one thing out to the world, but keeping that shame. And that's where you just feel shackled down and stuck. Um, it was heavy, you know, and then, and then on top of it, you have the addiction thing, which is like, gosh, I'd want to stop this thing, but I can't. It yeah. just keeps going and going. Well, and there were times, and you guys know this, we would we did try to go to therapy. And we would try to, f- you know, we'd hear in there, we'd reach out and say, somebody help us. Right. Right? There's got to be answers. And we could not find them. Right. So, so you'd go to therapists. You'd hope that there was, like, some hope. You'd hope that there was some <laughs> answers. And then you'd try the things they were doing giving you or listen to them and it just didn't get better like hearing okay ashlyn this is kobe's issue so kobe go to 12 step and ashlyn this is on him this is not your thing and i took that and ran do nothing but why wouldn't you though (laughs) right if that's what the therapist but it doesn't bring hope because how's this going to get better if i have no control but it probably was relief in some sense that it's like oh this isn't me this is really kobe okay cool but it's not on me so douche go to 12 step It didn't right. help. All <laughs> right. No. So, so number one step to the, the healing process is, is finding hope again, is, is actually believing that absolutely you can shift and you can change. Yeah. So, and when you're in that hopeless state and you're, you know, you're in the place where you guys are describing where you're trying and you're trying and you're stuck and things aren't getting better, it's really hard to know how to find that again and yeah. what to do. Okay. All right. Uh, next question for you guys. Rebuilding trust is important in the relationship. Um, and, and, and part of that is, well, not part of it. A huge part of it is, is being honest mm-hmm. um, and facing the music, dealing with what is. And so disclosure, you know, starts to happen. And how disclosure go for you, Kobe? Well, I mean, I <laughs> would... Ashlyn starts cr- Crashing yeah, up. She's was, laughing. He did such a great job. Yeah, it was amazing. He was uh I, I was like <laughs> building trust like every day. No. Uh the truth <laughs> is is that I would um I would relapse and then would wait like a week, three weeks. I would pretend like, okay, if I wait long enough, then it won't be that big of a deal. Because if I share now, like she's she could leave me. Yeah. Or she's just going to hate me or she'll lash out and um, it'll be horrible and I'll feel even worse than what I already do now. And you use certain tactics and <laughs> strategies to... I'd to share the least amount possible. Yeah, the trickle out effect. Yes, yeah. the least amount possible. Just to test the waters. Yeah, was he it? would trickle that truth out and see if I was a safe place. And if I was not, had no skills. I was hurting and didn't know what the heck was going on. And so I'd lash out. Right. So, of course, he's like, well, okay, that, that's all you get. Okay, I'll just <laughs> give you a little piece. And yep. that is so destructive. It's the, op- it's the opposite of building trust. Because what you're doing is, is you're saying, hey, I'm getting honest, but you're not really. Right. And then she And why won't you tell me? But I'm freaking out. Yeah, here. yeah. And then you're freaking out. And so it's important to understand um, what a healthy disclosure process is. And, you know, you can take something. Uh, this is going to sound backwards. But usually the way that, that you disclose things, it causes more betrayal trauma. It causes more pain. Mm-hmm. But if you do it the right way, it can actually start to, to, to create that trust-building process. And... That's what it yeah. did for us. It's kind of funny what Kobe, what you said before we started. We were talking about um, disclosure, and and you're like, well, I, I didn't do it that bad. I just trickled it out over time, and we're like, that's <laughs> that the <is>. worst. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that is the, as bad as it gets. So yeah, I did um, do that. 
there are there are specific things and important things that that you probably don't think of and they're not natural to do that are critical to to really make that disclosure process um, productive for moving forward right and um, so they're important to understand yeah for sure okay um, the next thing is uh, and Ashton I'm sure you can speak to this but um, we talk about boundaries a lot and, and authenticity and being honest in your relationship. Um, how do you go from, or, or actually speak to what it's like to not be boundaried? What was that guys? <laughs> what was that like for you guys? It showed up in all areas of my life. So I said yes to everything. Mm-hmm. And then I had tons of resentment. Look at what they asked me to do. Can you believe this? And I wanted people to validate how crazy pe- other people were when in reality, I could have said no. Yes. I could have said, right. this doesn't work for me. Um, let's see, what else? Um, so you're spinning out in crazy because you're just Mrs. Yes, ma'am, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would even say with like how recovery, I mean, staying sober was for you. Mm-hmm. I wasn't boundaried there. I didn't know who I was and that I wasn't like that I was worth something. Right. And that what he, how he was choosing to show up for me wasn't okay with me. Yeah. I didn't feel value from myself. Right. And I had to figure that part out. I think I heard four times this week from women that I was talking to. Um, my husband's, you know, dating women online. He's acting out. He's doing this. He's doing that. He's, but I don't know. I don't know how to confront it and I don't want to upset him and he'll tell me that I'm horrible for, you know, snooping on him or trying to change him or whatever. And, and, and what I'm hearing is, um, them lacking the strength to step into their truths, to be honest and boundaried in that relationship. And for good reason, there's fear there that's undermining their ability to be vulnerable and honest in the relationship. But it is, uh, the thing about it is, is when you sacrifice yourself for your relationships, then you're not going to have good relationships. And so it, it, it all goes down the toilet. Um, when you can start to step up in that honest truth and know what healthy boundaries are, not control, but healthy boundaries are, then, then the healing process can really kick in. Right. I thought it was super empowering. Like I started showing up for me and it felt empowering. It felt beautiful. It wasn't a, a harsh feeling. Yeah. Like I got this now. It was like, ah, I got this. No, you didn't have to like swing to the other side of the pendulum and be like, here I go. I'm, you know, you're terrible. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> going to like stick it to you. It's like empowering and you feel peace uh, and, and there's some facing fear and courage that it takes, but you feel peace in it and stepping into it. So, and Kobe, the other side of it too is, um, we talk a lot about, you know, the betrayed learning how to have boundaries in the relationship. Um, it's really, really important for the indulgent to to step into his power and know who he is and be authentic and have healthy boundaries in the relationship. That will actually build trust in that relationship because you're showing up honest. Yeah, right? I thought trust was built by uh, compliance. being a, com- a chameleon, yeah. being compliant in, in all kinds of relationships. And I think that's also one of the reasons why I would just... Um, roll over and shrink and not have like in in our relationship because 
I was like, well, if this is the role that Ashlyn needs me to be, and I don't have any leg to stand on, but just to take what she's going to give me, then okay, that's what I do because I don't, I don't know who I am. And I'll be the chameleon at work. I'll be the chameleon with her family, with my family. But I had no idea. I really did have no idea who I was. Right. Ever. Right. And, and so once, once we actually could get to truth about who he was, it was a very, very <laughs> new, foreign, but at the same time empowering feeling. Yeah. Okay. So um, you, you, you've gone through the hope finding process. Okay. Um, disclosures happen in a, in a healthy way. It's laid on the table. Now you're both showing up authentically and boundaried. And, yep. and, but, but something still happens. And, and what that is is your brain still triggers. Um, you, you are, you're triggered into fear. Um, you're triggered into urges and cravings for the addiction. Like mm-hmm. Your brain still, it, your brain doesn't automatically just, those things just go away on a biological level. Because it level. still has pathways of how to deal with stress and discomfort and hard things. Right. And, and a lot of, a lot of those pathways lead to disconnection. Yeah. They, they lead to control. They lead to unhealthy attachment things, right? Yeah, unhealthy yeah. things in the relationship. Um, and so it's important. Uh, and, and did this happen for you guys? I mean, you're, you're going along the process, but triggers still come. And it was, was it that way for you guys? For sure. It yeah. was like that natural human response of, Hey, you've been hurt. He's done this before. So don't trust this new thing that's right. happening. Right. Even though you could take a step back and say, he's changing. Yeah, I he's feel doing, that. He's doing the things, right. right? But he gets home late from work or yeah. he is text messaging somebody. What are he, you doing? Yeah. Who, where were you? That still comes up. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and, and, and urges and cravings still come up to, to act out. I mean, mm. even after your working recovery, you're going to therapy, you're doing, you're going through these processes, yeah, right? I still so feel the, the internal grind, the internal, like the turmoil I- inside. And that was just like, it was so hard. It was so hard to face because, um, I didn't know how to do it. I didn't have a skill set to know how to do that. Yeah. It was so foreign, and 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 in a lot of ways, I felt like a like a kid, or as because uh, like emotionally, right? Because I didn't right know how to do this. Right. The beauty is is our brains are you know we call it neuroplasticity. They can actually change. You can create new pathways, um, but you need those tools. Yeah. You need for you sure. need to know how and you know how to take control of your brain and not let your brain have control of you. So. Yes. All right. Uh, the next step is is hard and awesome and it's what what we all desire and that's building uh reconnection again intimacy um so and it can be really difficult when when betrayals come in um it's shattered some things um it can be difficult to to want to engage in a real vulnerable intimate way again um yet Usually that's what both partners are wanting to do, but they're really not wanting to do it. Does, well, does not, not only not, I'm not only not wanting to do it, but like being really afraid on two fronts for me. Number one is is being afraid of talking something other than the weather, than sports, than just pleasantries. Work. That's so true. You used like to say I, like I want to just have a really good connecting conversation. I'm like, okay, well, what does that look like? And I'm like, yeah, I've got no he idea. had no idea. <laughs> But but what do, you, what do you mean? A good conversation? It was huh? like the but the, he wanted the it. dinner yes. table conversation. Like the, it, I did not know how to do anything other than that. So I wanted reconnection, 
And yet at the same time, I was scared, but I didn't know how to do it. Right. And, and so what, what, what began to happen in recovery is the, as we began to like read, con- like for, for instance, like read uh, Brene Brown. Yeah. And start talking about shame. Then that gave us material, literally, like to to, to reflect on, and then to talk about. And so, what happened is, is this the connect the reconnection? Brandon started to happen um, intellectually, like an intellectual intimacy began to develop. Where we're like, okay, this is how shame showed up for me. Because oftentimes in Brene's stuff, she'll talk about like family of origin, you know, experiences and so forth. And I was like, I had those. This is what happened that time when when I felt shame or this is how shame showed up with my mom and this is how it affected me. And it's like, oh, my gosh. So there was this really interesting intellectual discovery process that we went through and just studying shame. And all of a sudden we began to be vulnerable by sharing stuff that we had experienced yeah, previously. It's awesome. It was it was cool, but it was so foreign. Yeah, it was so foreign. And, and then, you know, you, you're sharing stuff like that. You're learning together. But then, you know, things start to layer. So as, as that trust is really being built and you're able to go to more depths with your intimacy, um, sex isn't, isn't sex, it's making love. And um, your emotional connection and then your spiritual connection. And, it, you know, it's, it's interesting when I work with couples, um, they uh, sometimes I'm, I'm talking to a couple and I'm like, you don't even understand what is out there, what is available, um, how good love really does feel. And if you allow yourself to take these risks and go through this process of healing, um, you're going to experience something that is, is the best thing in the world. Right. Yeah. Um, you guys, uh, you guys know what a Kintsugi bowl is? Have you ever heard nope. of that? No. So Google Kintsugi bowl. I think it's K-U-N. Oh, the broken? S- yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a Japanese bowl. Um, they break it. It's a, like a porcelain bowl or something. And then they seal it together with gold. And so the broken bowl that's sealed together with gold is, is worth a lot more than the original bowl. And it's actually stronger, I think. And so that that's what starts to happen with recovery is um, you you take this broken thing and it becomes awesome. It becomes amazing and beautiful, but it's way different than, than what you thought you had. Yeah. Um, but it's so much better. And that's what's, that's what the last step is, is, you know, the, the path of recovery, um, recovery, it, it's kind of like this. Uh, and you guys tell me your experience with it. It's like when I had my first, we had our first child and it's like, yeah, having a kid, that'll be fun. I had no idea the depths of love and connection and excitement that I would feel about having a child. Um, it's recovery. You think, oh, recovery's great. We're going to like not masturbate and be happy, right? No, it, it turns into creating so many things in your life that are so beautiful and so good. And um, as, you, as you walk down that path, everything starts to change, right? Is that your guys' experience? Yes, that's a, it's my favorite part. And it is really where I started to find all of me, right? It was the things that I'd always wanted. It's the things he'd always wanted. And all of a sudden we were actually doing them. Yes. And yes. it was like working and we, it wasn't just for like two months. It was like, what are we, five years or something? And it's like, oh my gosh, like we're living what we didn't think was possible. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you... You know, you hope for love and connection, 
and that will happen if both people are, are, are really genuinely working their recovery. Um, but there's also the other things, which is you feel more in alignment with your purpose and your truths in your life. Um, you're living your life on the surface, and it just, you know, you become like you become a warrior in it. There's a there's a cause. There's a and 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 you start to connect to other people in more meaningful ways, and um, it just it's amazing what recovery really does create. So yeah. so I want to review um, the the six things that we went over. Um, so first is finding hope. Second is is coming out with everything in the right way, disclosure, facing the hard things. Um, next is learning how to be authentic and honest and boundaried in a relationship. Um, the fourth thing is, is dealing with fear and moving through that fear. Um, next is, is healthy intimacy and connection. And lastly is understanding the path of recovery and what that means. And so I was, I was talking to our producer today and um, w- you know, we, we released Shatter to Thriving, Shatter Trust to Thriving Connection. And um, it's 450 bucks. And what we do is we walk people through the process of each one of these things. We give specific tools. Um, we show them how it works. We g- it, you know, one thing we were saying is we don't do it for you. We can't. Yep. We can't. But we guide you through it. Um, we give you the steps. If you follow those, the, the things that we give you in that course, then you will experience the things that we've talked about today. The shift. Right? The shift into those things. Um, and, you know, for 450 bucks, we, we've taken what I do in a year and a half of therapy with a couple. And through your guys' experience and expertise and through my expertise, we've laid it out there for them to really experience that transformation and it's awesome i'm so excited about it the cool part is it only came out just days ago okay Mm -hmm. and we're already getting people i checked the emails this morning and they're like where's the next week we need module two you know they're like give this to me and we've laid it out so it is a six week program so we're gonna give you a week for each one so you can sit in it and really think and take your time and have access to it you know yeah one of the questions was hey where's 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 the rest of mine (laughs) and 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 we intentionally you get one week at a time because you go through a process of healing and it's not a checklist um, it, we, we didn't develop this just to, just to have something out there so people can buy it and yay, we're experts. We want you to heal and we give you that process of healing. And we got a comment yesterday or a couple days ago that was like, Hey, I, I watched module number one and I'm just like moving my emotions through me. It's, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I know how to do it. It feels good. And she's working toward peace. She's going through that process. I love that. It's awesome. Yeah, it so. feels good. We did put our heart and souls into this program because w- it, what you say is true. We're all in this with our hearts, hoping that you guys can make that shift. This Absolutely. shift represents a process that obviously, like we talked about, that we went through. And having, the, I mean, if you're listening to this on the podcast, it's because you've enjoyed the the three different perspectives on various topics. But now you get three different perspectives on the process of shattered, shattered trust to thriving intimacy. And the cool part about that is, is that there are people like you guys, I don't know if you know this, but we have listeners in Iran. We have listeners in Africa. Mm-hmm. We have listeners um, all through Asia. They're everywhere. 
they're everywhere and a lot of them don't have access to a, a therapist or to content to walk them through a process of of rebuilding trust to a place of having thriving intimacy and that's one of the reasons why we um we created this is because there are people that don't have the resources necessary and some of them have resources, right? But but not all not all therapists are like the expert, Brandon. And and so they need additional um, help. And that's exactly what this uh, was was built for. Is say this is what our process was. Now the, I'm not to say that's not to say that that our process needs to be everybody's. But this is what what worked for us. And given the the depth of experience that we've had um, in Brandon in your practice for well over a decade. And the time Ashland that you've had that we've had in our own experience of recovery, but also how we've uh, coached people along, we've brought all that and put it into uh, to this program. So it's something that that uh, we're um, we're happy and grateful to to provide, but we're also really I don't know like. I guess we're proud of it in some sense because yeah. this is stuff that we wish we would have had. So I, I said it was uh, four hundred fifty bucks, um, but that's the launch price, yeah. right? So that's only for the first week, and then and then it, it it's half off. Is, Till is August twentieth midnight Pacific time. Okay, August twentieth midnight Pacific time. So if you want it at that price point, then get on it, pull the trigger, come join us in, in the process of of real healing. Honestly, yeah. I have to stop because my heart is pounding. I just looked down at my bracelet and it's a bracelet given to me um, when I spoke at um, the Togetherness Project, which is actually where I started this whole process. And it says, there's no force equal to the strength of a woman determined to rise. And I can't help but think of that's who is listening. People who are just determined, like I'm going to shift. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to find the right tools and make this happen. And so we're finally giving them to you. Like it's here. It's not just the podcast anymore. It's more. Yeah. Have hope. I, for those of you who struggle with addiction or who have indulged and have broken trust, I want you to have hope that it's possible to change. If you guys only knew me when I was in, in douche mode, (laughs) when I was acting out addiction, (laughs) you would would understand how how (laughs) on the green earth this happened. But, but the truth is, is that it is possible to change. It is possible to heal. It is possible. This is one of the coolest things is to hit tough moments in life and not automatically go to, I need to act out or I want to look at porn or I want to have a conversation online. It's life without those things is so rich and it's possible for you. It's possible for you. Your relationship can be a pretty beautiful kintsugi bowl. Right? Yes, <laughs> yes. Make it happen. Yeah, we put the links down in the details below and you can always go to shatteredtothriving.com. Thanks awesome. guys. All right, we'll see ya.